when wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Richie the Garlicle. The Garlicle. Oh, I'm like an oracle, but I'm full of garlic. There's I will also- tell your future, but it's going to stink a little bit. <laughs> Welcome back to True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Topher. I'm Rachel. I'm excited today. This is my favorite part of the week. Oh, thank you. It's my second favorite. Oh. Just kidding. Yay. So today's going to be interesting because we're actually revisiting a region that we've already been to. Yes. So I know that we're flying back to Provence. Yes. We're going to check in on the construction of our vacation home. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're. This is definitely like business and pleasure today. Yes. And um, as we've learned, we can write this off now. Exactly. <laughs> It's great for us. Thanks, fact checker. So I'm not going to go into as much at the beginning about sort of like the geography of the region and all that, because I know we did talk about that before, Mm -hmm. but just as a quick reminder, Mm -hmm. well, first let me ask you, do you remember where Provence is? It's in France. It is in France. Do you remember which Southern France. Yeah, it's Southern France, Mm -hmm. um, and it's along sort of the eastern, southeastern border of France. So really close to like the Italian border and... It's along the sea as well. So the southernmost part of Provence is actually coastline. So we get the winds. You get the, yes, the, the Mistral winds. Mm-hmm. I forgot they were called that, but I do remember the wind. Yep. Very important factor in yeah. the growing of the grapes. Yeah. And we get salt from the Mediterranean. Uh, as you're getting more coastal. Okay. Yes, you definitely get that. But okay. then there's parts of it that are also a little bit more sort of like plains and mountains as okay. you go more north as well. And an interesting fact that I did learn that I'll tell you about is that the closer you get to the coastline, Mm -hmm. the more quartz is in the soil. So if you're feeling a little bit witchy, you need to get like some good vibes going. If you're a crystal bitch, that's where you can go. If you're a crystal bitch, yeah, then drink a Provence Coastal Rosé. All right. That's a great way to go. Well, speaking of Provence Rosés, let's crack open this this bad boy. So Topher has not seen the bottle. I've not. As always, we've covered it in my antique lace. Silks, whatever. I just have so many antiques around. It's your burial shroud. Yes. You went and dug her up and you were like, "Mm -mm, this is mine now. And it smells the dirt on it for that extra flavor and texture. Topher demanded that part, actually. I did. (laughs) I was like, I love a good earth-driven wine. Exactly. Do you want to hold the bottle? Is that easier for you? It would be easier, but at this point I'm committed, (laughs) so. So I'm very kind of like awkwardly, I'm not really doing much right now. I'm just awkwardly holding it as Topher. You're a very valued team member in this Thank process. Thank you. I feel valued. Woo! That's the first time I've ever done an opening of a bottle with four hands. <laughs> that was a strange experience Well, you know me. what they say. If it's not four hands, it's... Probably not. usually two. Two? Yeah, yeah, it's usually two is more likely. Yeah. Okay, so right. would you like to do us the honors? Okay, I'm going to pour for Topher. Uh, so again, we are drinking a rosé from Côte de Provence. Okay. It's got a really beautiful rose gold, rose gold color. Rose gold rose color. Is, y'all, it's so rose gold. Today we're embracing our southern heritage. It's probably going to come out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really, really pretty, delicate color. Almost like a champagne color. Yeah. You know? All right, how did I do my pores? Um, you did pretty good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I see you've been practicing. Thanks, yeah. I practiced all week. Oh, I mm, like the smell. Yeah. 
I did not gulp it, by the way. I just want everyone Very to know. Very good, yeah. And also a reminder, I know we're about to taste this, mm -hmm. but to harken back to some things that we had given as tips mm -hmm. earlier, it is going to be a little bit more difficult to get some of the nuances as mm -hmm. we're smelling and tasting right now because it is so chilled, right. which is the optimal temperature for you to drink it at and enjoy right. it. But if you're trying to get into the glass a in little bit more. In fairness, it's only been chilling in my fridge since this morning because I forgot to put it in yesterday. <laughs> I mean, that's Not that it makes a difference, but... I did almost forget to chill. But it is very fruit forward in its smell. Mm-hmm. Getting kind of like nice, like ripe red fruits, like strawberries and... I was going to say maybe a little bit of a honeysuckle smell. Honeysuckle. Ooh, you're getting some floral notes. That's yeah, great. Yeah, I was going to say it's more floral to me than fruit. But I honestly, okay, I, totally I really don't that. know what I'm doing. No, I that's I just kind of go in my gut, which is often wrong. No, I wouldn't say that at all. I Except think that, when I say grapes. Well... Are we going to fight again? Maybe. Okay. Do <laughs> uh, you want to taste it? Yes. Oh, I like it. That's really nice. It's really oh, good wow. so far. It has a really lingering, satisfying finish like that just kind of makes your whole mouth salivate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's got a really, really silky texture to it. Yeah. That's a it, fun experience It overall. goes down very smoothly. It mm -hmm. has, yeah, a nice taste to it, even though, it's, like you said, it's chilled right now, so maybe we're not getting the full flavor just yet, but it's I not. I think we will. The flavor's not hiding. And what's fun to me about this is that the flavor palette kind of matches that silky texture because a lot of times you will have that texture. However, the flavor is a little bit more tart than you'd be expecting. Mm -hmm. This is actually really. It's not tart. Subdued. Yeah. But and it's not super sweet either. It's not. It's mm -hmm. it's very dry. Yeah, I would say subdued rather than like because it's not bland at all. No, like there's, no, no, there's no, a no, lot no. going on. There, there is flavor there. Yeah, it's it's herbaceous. It's got a little bit of salinity to it as well. Mm -hmm. And then the fruit, to me, right now at least, while it's super cold, is taking a little bit of a backseat. But mm -hmm. I am getting that kind of like lush strawberry mm -hmm. kind of flavor to it. Yeah, I like it. So far, good this job, is really good. Wine. So one of the yeah, you're you're whining so well. <laughs> One of the things that I wanted to talk about in terms of these wines is that when they were growing these, I mean, it had a very, very long history. Right. But when they really started getting into these wines in the 70s uh, was mm -hmm. kind of when it started making more of an international appearance again. And they weren't really well known at that time for their reds and their whites. People found those to be, I think the quote was, extremely ordinary. So they're basic. Basic, yeah. <laughs> However, the rosés... Okay. were extremely popular and sought after and from the 70s onward. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I feel like rosé has come to be a very popular thing in the past few years. Yes. Well, I think mm -hmm. mainstream, there's been definitely okay. like this huge sort of renaissance. Because I mean, of course, that. like rosé has been around, but yeah, like the rosé all day. Yeah. Stuff I don't, seemed recent. That's that's much more recent. That's, okay. that's part of a whole marketing thing. But yeah, this, this particular region was really respected for its rosés as far back as the 70s. And one of the reasons for that is because there was a rise in tourism and people were trying the local dishes in Provence. Um, oh. And two of the things they're really famous for are bouillabaisse and aioli. Okay. So are you familiar with both of those dishes? I know aioli. So bouillabaisse is a like fish stew. Like, oh yeah, I, no, I would not stew. be familiar would, with that. You would no. not enjoy seafood that. Seafood is gross. It's, it's That's my judgment dishes. on that. No, but what they do is they have three different types of seafood typically that they're that they're using with this, three mm -hmm. different types of fish anyway. And then they'll make a really beautiful, rich broth that's very herbaceous and has like wine in it and stuff. And then they'll serve you the broth separately with like 
the fish that's been roasted or boiled or braised mm-hmm. on like a separate tray, almost like charcuterie. And then you add to your huh, soup as you want to. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll have like sea urchins and things like prawns, yeah. things like that as well. Sea urchins are delicious. You're making it worse, Topher. Anyway, so that's one of the dishes. <laughs> um, but gotcha. it's also, it's very garlic heavy. Oh, I do like garlic. Yeah. And then, so aioli mm-hmm. is also garlic heavy. Now, mm-hmm. the American version of aioli is basically garlic mayonnaise. Right. It's fancy mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Actual traditional aioli okay. is just olive oil, garlic, lemon juice, and salt. And oh, you use a mortar nice. and pestle to emulsify it all together. Okay. And it's a kind of an involved process. But the rosé is supposed to be a perfect complement mm-hmm. to garlicky dishes like that. So I have a surprise for you. <gasps> what I is made that? you bouillabaisse. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And we used five different types of fish for it. Oh, five times the fun. Yes. No, actually, I made, well, and fact checker. Okay, uh, thank you. We worked together and we made a traditional homemade aioli with the mortar and pestle. Oh, you did? And we brought some like little pieces of bread. And so we thought it would be fun to maybe try it with the wine and see. Oh, I love this. What that does. So this is handmade bread. (laughs) <laughs> but you baked yourself. I, I will not take credit for the bread, unfortunately. I just There weren't enough hours in the day. Who has the time? Yeah. And and I do want to give credit where credit's due. When I say that Fact Checker and I made the aioli together, mm-hmm. I prepped the ingredients and gave them to him. Okay. And he did all of the hard work because working for like 30 minutes with a mortar and pestle to get like a really good solid emul- emulsification is yes. not an easy thing to do at all. So cheers to Fact Checker for making this cheers possible. Cheers to Fact Checker. Thank you. He says anytime, any place. Let him know. I am also going to tell you that unlike <laughs> garlicky mayo, where it's like, ooh, mayo, tart mayo with like a hint of garlic uh-huh. to it. This is straight up garlic. Oh, hell yeah. So like a teeny tiny bit's going to go a really long way. I would suggest that you just try like a small amount first. <laughs> It's, I mean, we are very close to each other's faces. I think Topher's saying that more for his benefit. I actually don't mind garlic breath. Okay. I'm used to it with Fact Checker because both of us eat garlic all the time. But yeah. Well, I am delighted to try this. I think I put too much. I mean, you can spread it out. I will. Okay. All right. We got our little French bread and our little French aioli. Cheers. Mmm. Oh, it's so spicy. Mm-hmm. You can see it's very, very heavy on the garlic. I should probably back off on the garlic next time, but... Mm. No, I love garlic. You've seen me make my garlic. Paste. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of a similar process, but mm. with lemon juice as well. And mm-hmm. then it's it's just a different in terms of how you're... You, you do it, yeah. Tasting it, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. No, this is like a very thin spread. Mm-hmm. So now it's that makes me want to try like a sip of the wine afterwards, too. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I taste garlic. <laughs> but the wine goes down smoothly. But the wine goes down very smoothly. Yeah, it might be because that was so garlic heavy. I might need to like sit with it in my mouth for a second, you know, okay. and, like let it mellow. You do have a palate cleanser over there ready for I you. I do, yes. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of that because mm-hmm. that might actually help. So let me know when you're ready to see the bottle. I'm very curious because I do. This is a very good wine so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been very delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Ooh. I'm ready. We cleanse our palates. All right, so we know it's a rosé. I know it's a rosé. We know it's from Provence. Yes. France. Provence, France. Oh, do I get to guess? I always forget. Sure, if you want to. Julia Child. (gasps) Oh, she's dead. No. Amy Adams. 
playing Julia Child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who was it? All right, I'm going to let you look at the oh, bottle. Oh, what a cool bottle. Yes. So you can take a peek at the bottle. So this is, it says Miraval mm-hmm. Cote de Provence. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, I'd say, a plus size bottle. Yes. It's shorter um, and thicker. Full, and the label is really pretty. It's in the center mm-hmm. of it. It has, I don't know if that's supposed to be like a full moon or what, but it's surrounded by kind of like gold embellished white flowers. Yeah. Which you were picking up on the floral notes in the, the wine itself. Maybe so because I saw be... the bottle beforehand it influenced my taste. Maybe. Or maybe I'm just full of shit, which I often am. Miraval 2019, okay. The Art of Rosé is what it says on the back. And okay. that's really all that it gives me. There's no other sort of clue there, as to... There is a clue as to the celebrity on the back. You have to look back? closely. Yeah. Okay. Now, we know that French wines typically don't give us a lot on the labels. It says, imported by Vineyard Brands, Birmingham, Alabama. Yep. It's an Alabama wine. Is it a race car driver? No. Oh, God, no. Topher. Okay. I know you have your glasses on. Look right there, bud. Oh, Julie Pitts! Yes! Okay. Yes. This actually makes sense because I would expect that someone with their budget would have, like, a really good uh, French Yes. Wine. So this is Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's wine. That's exciting. Angelina's wine. Well, then there's going to be a lot for us to get into yes. also because they've both led some very interesting lives. Yes, they have. And you can... Okay, I'll take it. It's mine. They are no longer together, yeah. which makes the wine a little more interesting. Yeah. It's divorce wine. It, oh my gosh, it is divorce wine. I wonder how that works. Like, do you think that they're going oh, to, it's going to continue to be a joint business venture? Mm, or does Well, they've, them... had, they've had some arguing over it. Okay. Over yeah. the wine? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that you probably know a lot about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, just because they are so um, super They're famous. super famous. They're probably... I wouldn't say the most famous, but they're, I mean, they definitely are very prolifically in the public eye. Yeah. I think they're probably some of the most famous celebrities around. Definitely probably the wealthiest we've done so far. Well, I don't know. We did, we did have Sting. Yeah, that's true. And Francis Ford Coppola, he's worth a lot too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But they are, yeah, they're obviously very rich. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, I know that they're both actors. Right. I know that Angela. But do you know about their musical careers? Oh, please don't toy with me. Please. No, I'm, I'm bullshitting you. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> I was so here for that. I was about to call Sarah Jessica Parker up and be like, girl. Girl. Listen. Yeah, and I know that Angelina Jolie comes from an acting family. And Do you I, know who her father is? John Voight, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Good. and I know that they have an estrangement, but I don't know what that's about. But I just know that there was a lot of bad blood between them in like the early 2000s or yeah. Like 90s well, yeah, it's been there. going on for a while. But that's when she was like kind of public about it. And like there were some public snubs, I feel like that happened. Yeah. So, so, okay. So do you want to get into one of them before the other or their history together? Because this has been our first time where we've actually had a two couple. celebrities. Yeah, a power couple. Well, no longer. Well, yeah. But yeah, they had been a No power. more power for them. No. <laughs> Georgia Power says no. Yeah. No, they're just like us regular pores. Yeah. We're already talking about Angelina, so let's okay. let's get into so her. Let's talk about bit. Angelina. So her father is John Voigt. Mm-hmm. Her mom is French. Was was her mom like a model or Yeah, her mom is like she looks a lot like her mom, but she has some kind of like John Voigt features too. Yeah. Which kind of leads that very striking face. Which speaking of her face, mm-hmm. it's she is such a unique person to me. Because I'm sure that she has had like along the way like some 
work done to maintain. I, I did watch a YouTube video today from a plastic surgeon to be like, what work has Angelina Jolie had? It was all speculative. Of yeah, course, of course. But. but the thing is, if you go back to one of her very first, I think it might be her first feature length film. It was, I can't, it was like called Hackers or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks exactly the same. So it's not like she went in and got like, a totally different nose and lip fillers. And well, like all yeah, of I stuff. mean, they're like the stupid video I watched today was saying that like maybe she had her nose like slimmed down a little bit, which maybe she has because her nose was wider, but also people's faces change over People's faces time. do change. And the fact that like As you age, even, like your face changes too. Yeah. The fact that there's even just speculation about it rather than being like, oh, that's a different nose right. means that even if she did, she did a good job with it. Well, she has the money for it. Yeah. Yeah. So her dad is John Voight. Her mom is Marceline Bertrand. I'm sure I'm fucking up the pronunciation, but whatever. Sounds I'm not beautiful. French. She has her younger brother, James. Oh, I forgot she had a younger brother. Yeah, they're weird. Like incest weird? Oh, you don't remember all that weird shit that came out with the Oscars. No. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. So Angelina, like obviously her dad was an actor. Mm-hmm. John Voight's been in a lot. So she started acting I know too. him from Mission Impossible. That's... An interesting reference point for you, but okay. Have you heard of the film Deliverance? Oh, yeah. I've mm-hmm. not seen it, but He's yeah, Squeal mm-hmm. Like a Pig, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fun little it's, pop it's, culture reference it's about It's got rape. that, like, really hot sex scene, right? Oh, no, you know, I was saying it Topher. as you said, right? That's Topher. not fair. You tricked me. I did not trick you. <laughs> Take a drink. I'm just going to bully Topher into drinking. Yeah. It's delicious wine. It is. Oh, and now that the garlic is mellowing in my mouth, it mm-hmm. is bringing out some more of like the herbaceous notes in the wine. Nice. Okay. Which is really fun. Like any particular herbs? Um, let me see real quick. Okay. Yeah. I would say it's like, like a thyme. Thyme Ooh, Interesting. Okay. And I feel almost like rosemary, but if it's rosemary, it's a really, really subtle rosemary. Because Romeo's Mary can be very strong. Yeah. Romeo's yeah. Mary can definitely be. <laughs> Romeo's Mary. Um, That's my new film, directed by John Woo. I love it. Um, it would be a hit, and you know it. <laughs> I know it. Imagine the doves and the gun scenes everywhere. <laughs> Very 90s style. So yeah, so Angelina, her first big film was Hackers in 95. Mm-hmm. She was only 20 when that came out. Wow. Yeah, she was young. She was in that movie Gia in 1998. It was an HBO movie about the um, supermodel. I've not seen that, but I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. And like, she was a lesbian, and she died of... AIDS, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very young, too. Like yeah. Pushing 10, The Bone Collector. Oh, I forgot about The Bone Collector. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. conflate that movie with Kiss the Girls. This It's basically the same thing. Yeah. It's like a 90s serial killer. I think Morgan Freeman's in both of them. He is, yeah. And yeah, that's, okay. That's probably why. Because for a long time in my head, one of them was a sequel to the other. Like, they were part of a series, even though I think they're completely mm-hmm. different characters. I'm Maybe pretty sure they're Morgan different Freeman. characters. Yeah. yeah. Morgan Freeman always kind of plays himself, so that's mm-hmm. the connection there. Girl Interrupted. That was a major movie. That was a breakthrough movie, I think, for a lot of mm-hmm. actresses. Well, yeah, Brittany Murphy Brittany was Murphy in was it. Um, Winona Ryder was in it. She's already established, yeah. of course. Oh, gosh, who's the... Oh, my gosh, what's her name? Elizabeth Moss is in it. She plays the girl who's burned by fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been so long. I, ha- I probably, yeah. when I watched it the first time, I didn't even know who Elizabeth Moss was. Probably, yeah. So. Whoopi Goldberg is in it, too. She plays a nurse or caseworker kind of person in the hospital. And then, of course, Angelina Jolie plays the woman with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And that's what she won her Oscar for, for yeah. Best Supporting Actress. That's really impressive. So, you don't remember this Oscar moment with her and her brother? No. So, she took her brother to the Oscars as her date, which is a sweet That's thing to sweet. do. I would do that with my, one of my siblings, or both. Would you kiss your sibling on the mouth? I wouldn't. And in your acceptance speech, say that you're so in love with them right now? What? Yep. 
Angelina did say that, oh, which no. is weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did like a full on like mouth kiss, not like a peck on like the lips or cheek, which is fine. Like oh, full on. they were like, well, we weren't French kissing, so whatever. Like, still, was it? Do you think it was a publicity stunt or a mental health issue or maybe a little of both? Maybe a little bit of both. Is yeah. that why John Voight was like upset with his daughter? Mm. No, so that had, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. So at this time, Angelina was going through like a goth, like shocking kind of phase in her public persona and her clothes. Right, because I know that shortly after that or around this time was when she was married to, oh, what's his, what's his name? name? You tell me his name. Fuck, it's not Billy Crudup. It's, nope. It's, I can picture his face and he had a gray goatee, yep. like soul patch situation. Mm-hmm. It'll and they come had to you in vials a of each other's blood. Yes, Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she wasn't married to him at this time. She's in between marriages right then. Oh, so who was she married to before Johnny she was Lee Miller? Your brother. I don't know who that is. He's a British actor. They were in Hackers together. Oh, okay. And then he's now on, I don't even know if it's still on, like that's, I think, CBS show, Elementary. Where he plays like mm. a modern Sherlock and Lucy Liu plays like the modern Oh, Watson. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was her first marriage. And then Billy Bob Thornton was her second marriage. Which that was such a strange pairing to Do me. Do you know how they got together? Blood sacrifice. Well, probably. So they met on the set of Pushing Tin. But do you know who Billy Bob Thornton was with at the time? Winona Ryder. No, but someone who is beloved. Jennifer beloved. Aniston. No. Oh, no. Wouldn't that, that be, be like terrible? Fuck you Wouldn't that Jennifer. be so awful? She just, if, like, keeps coming yes, in. Yes. I'd be like, Angelina, leave Jennifer alone. <laughs> Laura uh, Dern. <gasps> I love Laura Dern. I know. Who doesn't? Uh, I will not not be rich. Exactly. Uh, I've loved her so, ever since Jurassic Park. Laura Dern and Billy Bob Thornton were together and. There's like sometimes that's called like boyfriend girlfriend. Sometimes they're like engaged or whatever. They but, were they were partners. Yeah, it was a serious relationship. Yeah, he went off to film this and then just basically like never just like just go- like ghosted he her. Ghosted <gasps> Laura Dern. You do and not got married to ghost Angelina Laura Jolie. Dern. No. Yeah, he did. Ugh. Yeah. Have another piece of bread while you think about that. Oh my god, I'm going to. <laughs> Fuck, that's yeah. so wrong. Also, yeah. what grown adult does that? ghosts the person you're with and then marries. Not even like start seeing something else, but like full on marries the other person. Insane. And I bet you it wasn't a very long courtship too. Oh, I put money on that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's a fun little weird fact about Angelina Jolene and her love life. So far, I'm having a lot of I think that there are questions. Bad feelings? Yeah. I, <laughs> there's Angelina Jolie. There are some questionable decisions happening mm-hmm. that make me worried and concerned. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, what I'm hearing is that Angelina Jolie is no stranger to stealing people's... Oh, I hate to say stealing people's I know. Men. That, that has a problem, but there is kind of a pattern there, too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I understand the fact that you can't steal someone away that's, like, willing to go whatever. Right. But, like, also maybe stop getting involved with people who are already In a relationship. involved with people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. also an option. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. I'm starting to think that... This wine is still good? It would. It's very it delicious. Still yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm starting to think that Dolly Parton's song, Jolene, was actually originally Jolie. <gasps> was it? I'm begging dun, of you. Dun, please dun, don't dun. steal my man. I mean... The song would kind of fit Angelina's, like, physical description. It kind of... Well, she doesn't really have... I could see her with auburn hair, though. In some roles, she's had, like, kind of more auburnish tones Mm -hmm. to her hair. Yeah. I'm sure somebody has done it. (gasps) Maybe they should make a movie called Jolene, where Angelina Jolie plays Jolene. Just stealing men away. Yeah. 
She wouldn't have to prepare for the role. (laughs) Blood sacrifice. That's the twist. I'd be into it then. I'm like, well, at least there's a good reason behind it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So do you want me to keep talking about Angelina? Do you want me to move on to Brad? Let's talk about Brad a little bit. Okay. So Brad was a bit older. He's born in 63. Same year as my mom. Oh, so Brad Pitt could be your mom. Brad Pitt could be my mom. (gasps) Is Brad Pitt your mom? Brad Pitt, are you my mommy? (laughs) (laughs) Can that please be the title of this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Brad Pitt, are you my mommy? Yes. Done. Fact checker, remember that. Okay. Because you won't. Because we will not. So he grew up to like a normal family in Oklahoma, lived in Missouri, went to college, and then he decided- Good old Midwestern boy. Yeah, very Midwestern. Has a brother and a sister. They don't really seem to like be impressive, so whatever. (laughs) Sorry to the other Pitt siblings, but you're not, you're no Brad. You know, they they only got the keys to the city that they live in because, you know, they basically eradicated homelessness in this Missouri town. But no, they're not impressive at all, Rachel. No. Whatever. Be better. Be, do better. Okay. So he moved to LA to pursue acting. Mm-hmm. Because he was a young, handsome guy. I was like, hey, I'm going to go out I to get LA. it. Yeah. And this would have been like in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would have been in the 80s. So he had like a few small roles, but you know his big breakthrough role. He was in Thelma and Louise. Yep. And he played the drifter kind of character. Mm-hmm. The sexy um, cowboy thief. The shirtless cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who stole from them. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. That era of Brad Pitt could fucking get it. I'm not so much into him as he's aged for some reason. Mm-hmm. His face is doing some weird things. But back then, yeah. So I see how Brad Pitt is, and I have a mouthful of bread, so excuse me. <laughs> she loves bread. I do. I'm like, Oprah. He's very conventionally attractive. Mm-hmm. He's just never been my type of guy that I've I been that. like. I get it. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm not like, he doesn't fire up my loins, but I could see how back then. But like 90s Brad Pitt was the epitome like of heartthrob Brad Pitt. Yeah. Well, which I'm sure I'm trying to think of like some 90s roles because I can only oh. think of like early 2000s roles right now. So but what I'm roles sure we'll can you think of for him? He was Solomon Louise. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith was a very formative movie for me, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Which was the Brangelina Union. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what year that came out. Oh, five. Oh, five. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. it was later than I thought. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely one of those movies where, so I had not come out yet at that point, mm-hmm. although I was definitely, definitely gay. Mm-hmm. However, that was one of those movies where it's like, I didn't have to really pretend to be into the female hot protagonist because Angelina Jolie was fucking hot in that movie. She's this like badass, gorgeous spy who can kick people's asses and shit. It was a very confusing movie for me because I'm like, (laughs) I want to have sex with your husband and I want to be you, but also like wouldn't turn you down if you came on to me kind of Mm -hmm. situation. There are a lot of blurred lines going on. Mm Yeah, I get it. Why am I blanking on? I mean, he's like one of the most famous. Think of 90s Brad Pitt movies. What was I doing during the 90s? Should I just start with the cross-examination right now? Oh, my God. This is not going to be good. Name one movie from the 90s. Yes. Just name one. I know. I know that I know them. Why am I blanking right now? I can't think of anything. I just, I I was just like, I panicked and I thought Mask of Zorro and that's not it at all. That's Antonio Banderas. Banderas Which was also, but that was another very confusing movie for me. So that's why my brain's going there. Well, Antonio Banderas was in a movie with Angelina Jolie in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, Original Original Sin. Sin. That's a sexy ass movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, talk about another role that she played where it was like, I am both attracted to you and want to be you right now. Yeah, but no, Brad Pitt has nothing to do with that film. No, he doesn't. Well, He's been in a couple westerns. Mm, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Y- was that Brad Pitt? I, 
It was Brad Pitt. Okay, fact checker saying yes. I don't. I never saw that one. I never saw it either. Okay, a river runs through it. I never saw that one. Legends of the Fall. I never saw it. Oh my god! I think Legends. But I do of the know. Fall. I do know that he was in that. And then it was. What's her name? Was the the female protagonist in it? She was also in First Night. She played no. Queen Guinevere. No. Well, maybe. Who's the female protagonist in Legends of the Fall? Fact checker, I think you worked for her at some point. Yeah, that's point. Did yeah, you not? Julia Ormond. Yes, thank you. Yeah, she was she was yes. in First yes, Night. Yes, yes, she yes. played Queen Guinevere. Queen Queen Queen, 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 <laughs> Queen Guinevere. She was okay. married to Sean Connery's King Arthur. That's right. That's right. And that's had right. an affair with, with Richard Gere's Lancelot. Lancelot. I know you know this one. Interview with the Vampire. Oh yeah, with Tom Cruise, Kirsten Dunst, who's another one of my favorite actresses. That was her like that really was her big breakthrough role. Yeah. Yes. She was. She was all like, well, she's Oliver. She, well, she was like the vampire, the vampire version of Oliver. Antonio Banderas was in Interview with the Vampire. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen That's it. It's a fun one. In over a decade. It's, I mean, it's kind of silly, but it's fun. I did try to read the book by Anne oh, Rice, yeah. and there are some very graphic scenes in it involving yeah. blood transfusions, and I fainted did at you one really? point. Yeah, I was sitting up in my room reading it and blacked out. Okay, well, have you, speaking of gore and blacking out, have you seen the movie Seven? Oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. And yes, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Is that the third movie in the trilogy of yes. The Bone Collector and <laughs> yes. Kiss the Girls? Yes. Yeah, that was a fucked up movie, but so good. It's really well done. Yeah. So good. Twelve Monkeys. Not, never saw that. Okay. Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fight I thought Club. it was overrated. <gasps> You're going to piss off all of our... Straight. I have to be dudes who oh, are listening to. Our oh podcast. no! Well, you know what? Last I checked, it's still June, so it's Pride Month. So come at me, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to say, I watched that movie with some friends, and I knew that there was a lot of hype about it. I love Edward Helena Norton. Bonham Carter. Oh, Helena Bonham Carter, I do. And Edward Norton is a really good. Edward actor, Edward Norton's too. a very yeah. good actor, but yeah, I really lost interest in it halfway through. It's it's a good movie. It's well done. I think. The problem was, like, the fandom that was created around that movie and, like, idolizing the character Brad Pitt played, not realizing that's kind of, like, satirical and not... Yeah. Don't be that kind of guy. Yeah. I might have liked it more if I had just watched it without having it be overhyped for me, but it just, right. to me, it did not... I was expecting to be just completely enthralled, and I was not. Right. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we know. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about that. That was in 05. Is that when he left uh, so, Jennifer yeah, Aniston? So, yeah, let's get into the messiness of Brangelina. Okay. So, at the time, Brad Pitt was married to Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. He started filming this movie with Angelina Jolie. Sorry to interrupt. Do you remember how long they had been married at this point? Or how long they had at least yes. been together? Yes, yes, yes. So Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston got together in the late 90s. Oh, wow. Okay. And they got married in 2005. So, and this... Or and sorry. Was a, no, I'm sorry. In 2000 to 2005. So they were married for like five years. And together for seven. Mm-hmm. So they got together in like the height of her oh, friends, friends fame. Yes. And he guest starred on Friends. He was in yes, the Yes, 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 yes. Oh, they had some good guest stars. So he and Angelina definitely got together when this was... Even though at the time, like they denied it. And in the separation announcement between Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt, like they denied it. But obviously like but this But they had just made this happened. movie together. Mm-hmm. Like... We're the public. Mm-hmm. We're not stupid. Right. We right. are stupid. The well, yeah, people are. Mm, I'm not going to. Yeah. In general, people are dumb. Yeah. So they got together in this. So that was like the big scandal at the time. And that like tabloid mania around the three of them has like never really dissipated. No. And honestly, that's 
I know it's not the first major scandal in the tabloids, of course. obviously, but that's the first major one that I can remember being aware of that was mm-hmm. happening because I was of an age where and like I knew knowing, these people knowing and, the actors and exactly. like knowing what they're in and following their roles. Yeah, yeah. So I remember it being this thing that shocked the world. Yeah, you know? and Angelina very much was portrayed as like stealing your man. Yeah, well, and because also Jennifer Aniston was America's sweetheart. Yes, like everyone had the Rachel haircut. Uh-huh. She was this wholesome figure that everyone. Everyone wanted to be and yeah. just even heard the movies that she was coming out with at that time. It's like a lot of romantic comedies. Yes. And she was always playing Rachel. Basically. Like it wasn't really li- until later. She's that, always kind of playing her. Yeah. Basically. And now I'm glad that since then we've gotten to see that Jennifer Anderson has some serious, serious acting ability. So good. But at that time, it was very much just it's a paycheck. And right. she, well, she was also, she was giving the people what they wanted. Right. Cause people wanted more of kind of like friends, romance, yeah. fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So that was like a huge shit show. And then of course, like a year later in 2006, Brad Pitt and Angelina had their first biological kid together. Mm. So it's like really quickly, all these things happened really fast. Yeah. But then that's also the time, too, when Angelina was starting to change up her image in the public eye, too, as being more, like, humanitarian. Yes. She had started, like, adopting some kids. So it was, like, the image of, like, no, I'm a good—I'm not, like, this weird, blood-wearing weirdo. Did she adopt children on her own before she was with? She did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought so. Because that's the Angelina Jolie, honestly, that I was aware of at Mm -hmm. that point in my life. Because I would have been 16 to 18 when I first kind of— It was in between, like, Billy Bob Thornton and Brad Pitt Mm -hmm. when, like, she started the adoption stuff. Yeah, and so then when, like— Later on, I started finding out more about her and realized that she went through those really, really strange off-the-wall phases. I was like, what? This is not even the same person that I got to know as a public figure. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. But yeah, the whole Brangelina thing just really exploded from there. So, like, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, like, made a very beautiful couple. Yes. And, like, they obviously seemed, like, very in love and, like, into each other and oh, always like said, like, really great things about one another. Original and, hashtag couple goals. Yeah. Aspirational couple. Yeah, 100%. But it was the start of their relationship that gave a lot of people pause mm-hmm. and where people feel like, well, I'm team Jennifer. I'm team Brangelina. That whole I was totally team Jennifer. I don't even thing. really know that much about Jennifer Aniston. Right. But like, you're like, I got to pick a side. Yeah, exactly. But meanwhile, Brad Pitt barely caught shit for. No, 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 no. He's no, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, Of okay, course he okay. didn't get any yeah. flack for it because he's just the guy who got stolen. Like, right. what's he supposed to do? Right. And Angelina Jolie was like portrayed as like this femme fatale. She's going to steal your man. Which I mean, especially given the movie that they were in together where she is a femme fatale. It's like. That's what I watched this. Oh, really? Okay. I was like, okay, I'm going to rewatch. Does that movie hold up? Because I remember really enjoying it. Um, it's. I know it's stupid, but. Thin on plot. Yeah. But it's fun, right? The action sequences are fun. They both look really good. The movie is fun. There's a lot of fight scenes and Mm -hmm. like. So, I mean, it's like a fun little movie and there's like some humor in it too. And they do have really good chemistry together as a couple. It's pretty undeniable. I mean, it's it's palpable. For yeah. Sure. Can you top me off? Sure, bud. Here? I'll top you up. So Angelina like came out in an interview saying okay. that like she loved working on that movie and that, like she could hardly wait to get to set to work on it, which pissed Jennifer Aniston off. Because Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston's like, I don't enjoy my job at all. No, because later on, in, like, Jennifer Aniston was like, well, that was clearly a reference to you, like, wanting to oh, fuck yeah. my husband. Oh, yeah. That was when she called Angelina uncool. That was the quote that was pulled from the one interview. Okay, but that's such a Rachel thing to say. Like, Am I right? so uncool. It's just so uncool. That's just, uh, that's just As like, a Rachel, so uncool I agree. <laughs> 
Still rocking the Rachel, too. Thanks, and I'll never change it. <laughs> All right, anything else we're getting from this wine? Let's see. I'm really enjoying it, I mm-hmm. have to say. It is good. I would like to know the price point on this. Oh, good question. 20 bucks-ish, around 20 Okay. It's not expensive, honestly. This is a very good find for $20, I feel Compared like. Compared to other wines that we've had mm-hmm. for 20 bucks, this is a steal. Yeah. It'll this, steal your husband from this you. This drinks like a... Oof, careful. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Yeah, this drinks like a much more expensive bottle. It does. I, I believe. It looks more expensive to you, I would say, just from the label as well. It's well because it's so understated. That's right. Um, and the it's understated, also expensive. The, the shape. unique shape of the bottle uh-huh. is, is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say as it's warming up, I'm getting some more of those fruit notes. It is getting okay. a little bit tartar. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it still has that beautiful silky texture to it that I think really sort of does it. It's almost mm-hmm. like flower petals across your tongue. It's yeah. really, really that nice. Well, I've got some stuff for you. Okay. So I know, you know, we've already talked about Provence before and the lavender fields and all of that stuff. Right. It actually has a very long and really cool history. I learned a lot when I was going a little bit deeper into the actual history history okay. of the area. All right. For instance, I found out that it has the signs of the earliest civilization in Europe. Ever? Oh, in Europe, Europe. which yeah. is all that matters, according to Topher. So how old do you think that the signs are for that? Um, I'm going to say... I'm ignoring that okay. statement. Because he knows it's true. 30,000 years? Uh, try 1 million. What? They have tools that are dated, stone tools that humans were using in communities what? that date over 1 million years That's old. bananas. Isn't that crazy? Way. It always blows my mind that you can even date that. Yeah, I don't really understand how that I works. Do, I'm not saying that I doubt it. I'm just saying I have no clue how any of that no, happens. Topher is here questioning science. I think it's always good to question things. But, I mean, I'm not saying that these people can't do their jobs. I'm just saying I don't know how they're doing them. So, anyway, so... Hashtag carbon dating is false. <laughs> no, I am not a science denier. So, yeah, ancient civilizations mm-hmm. or pre-ancient civilizations that then led into ancient civilization. Okay. There was a lot of tribes that divided into city-states... Interesting. Um, okay. As as civilizations were becoming a thing, and mm-hmm. they were actually among the first in Southern Europe to go into the Iron Age, and they oh. used iron against bronze, and that's what helped them defeat the bronze people. The bronze people, yeah. Okay. Which I get it. It's I guess bronze is third place, so honestly, you may as well not be there. Yeah, but bronze is also prettier than iron. So mm, fine. Like I probably would have gotten my city captured just because I'm like, well, I really like the aesthetics of the my bronze, bronze weapons. <laughs> I made a very strong aesthetic choice here. You would not be a good ancient ruler. I would not. I'd be like, you all have to have beautiful, bejeweled, bedazzled swords. You've been an ancient bedazzler? Yes, I would be an ancient bedazzler. What would you have used to affix the jewels or the rhinestones? The jewels to your weapon. A very rare form of bat spit that's extremely sticky. It's widely known amongst ancient bedazzlers as the Gorilla Glue of 2500 BC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see your line of ancient bedazzled weapons that comes out at Kmart next year. It's beautiful. I love it. So basically reached its height with the Greek settlement of Massalia, which is now modern Marseille, which is the capital and largest city in Provence. Okay, I've so forgotten you, that. The major, yeah, the two major cities there would be Marseille um, and Nice. Nice? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Nice is where the Cannes Film Festival is. It's Does also... Cannes not its own city? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, wait. Is that the... Mm. Wait, which is the one with the Palme d'Or? Isn't that... Cannes? That's Cannes. Yeah, it's yeah. the Cannes Film Festival. Are they connected? I don't know. Anyway, 
We'll never find also, out. Also, unless we go there, buy us a trip. Nice is that city that you'll see in a lot of, especially any older Golden Age of Hollywood film mm-hmm. where they go to the Riviera. Okay, that's neat. So, like, okay. To Catch a Thief, have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, that's a great Alfred Hitchcock movie with Terry Grant and Grace Kelly. But okay. there's a famous scene where they're in Grace Kelly's little, like, convertible sports car, and she's driving, <gasps> and she's going up those, like, super windy roads up the mountains. And, oh, yeah, that's yeah. sad. But, like, she's a great driver, and he's, like, white-knuckling it the entire time because she's mm-hmm. driving so fast. It's it's a really good scene. But we that's, that's nice. Okay. So, basically, at that point, Massalia, modern-day Marseille, okay. was being ruled by its 600 wealthiest citizens. That's a lot of people involved to rule. It kind of has a little bit of a modern America feel. (laughs) Congress, am I right? Probably. But local wine became their most valuable trading asset. During this time, also, one of their most famous citizens you might be aware of, his name was Pythias. He was a famous... No. No. But he was a famous mathematician, astronomer, and navigator. His name is Pythias? Pythias. Is he a snake? Maybe. Sounds like Python. It does sound like Pythos, yeah. But he actually was able to... Why, make... why would I be aware of this dude? Because he's super famous. You knew Not who Brad Pitt enough. was. Oh, yes. I knew who Brad Pitt was. I'll tell you who Pythias is. Well, let me tell you about Pythias. Okay. He made mathematical instruments and was able to establish the precise latitude of Marseille. Oh. Which, for 4th century BC... That's pretty fucking impressive. That's 500 BC. Yeah, that's really impressive. I couldn't establish any latitude today whatsoever. Not at all. What's a compass? He was also the first scientist to observe that tides and moon phases were connected. Oh. And he headed up a voyage which led him to England, Norway, and Iceland, where he observed the midnight sun and drift ice. However, this voyage was Hmm. deemed not a commercial success and was never repeated. Because he didn't get any gold. Whoops. Yeah. So. Came back with some fucking copper and they're like, we already went through this. Yeah. We can't do this anymore. Iron. Iron, Stop I say. goddamn copper. Um, damn We don't need snake. any more back, Wayno. So Rome ends up taking over and uh, mm-hmm. colonizing the place. They mm-hmm. actually ban making wine. What? Rome. Because Rome, that doesn't sound like you. Because the wine was really good, and they were afraid that it was going to take away from their why didn't they just Italian drink it? wine trade? Well, they ended up banning it, and they actually started a propaganda campaign against it. <gasps> okay, that was very short sighted. They could just like boom, Italy. You're now Italy. Here, yeah, that's, well, that's the our, thing. Is like, our wine is like now. you took over this place. Yeah, like no, it's ours now. Yeah, I don't understand it either. But so what they ended that up was, doing? Okay, that was some dude who owned like a vineyard and was like, I don't like this wine. I'm gonna make the rule against it. Pretty much, yeah. Stupid ancient person, you're a dummy. But they even paid, you should feel bad about yourself. There's even records that they paid one of the most famous. <gasps> Ancient blogger at the time. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Basically, he was a he was a poet, and his works were really widely read. This is a rough translation here. No, but he quoted uh, <laughs> he's quoted as talking about the wines of, mm-hmm. of this area, calling them terrible poisons and never sold at a good price. But it doesn't rhyme, so it's not a real poem. Maybe it does in Latin. Okay, tell us in Latin. Terrible poisons. <laughs> I like that your Latin is just like a Mario impression. <laughs> Well, his name is Marshall. It's a me, a Marshall. This wine is a bad. So anyway, after that, (laughs) 
that you know in my head now it's just like a little Mario just like in a toga a very angry a very angry poet in a toga yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly so after the fall of the Roman Empire during the Middle Ages particularly Provence was kind of its own thing but it was ruled by a series of different counts they were called the Counts of Provence makes sense What's interesting that I feel like such a dumbass because I never put this together before is that that's why we have the word county. I just made that connection to you. Like what the <laughs> fuck? What the literal fuck? When you have when you have an area well, we're that's, all living and learning today, aren't we? But like when you have an area that's ruled by a duke, it's called a dukey, which <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you when it's a count, it's a county. I did not make that connection. What the fuck? I know it's crazy. So, so I'm, you tell us if you knew that or not. <laughs> so the it was ruled by these counts for a while, and these counts have some fantastic names that I would okay. like to share with you okay. because I know that we talked last time a little bit about Piero the Gouty versus Piero yes. the Unfortunate. So the first duke or okay. count, I'm sorry, uh, the first get it count, right. the first duke, <laughs> the first <laughs> count of Provence. His name was Gondolf. What? Not, not what? Gandalf. Okay. Gondolf. Could a Tolkien just like steal his name? Or or is Gondolf like the dollar store Barbie version? <laughs> you know, the ones that always it's look Barbie. like Barbie. Well, Gondolf was married to Ermengard. Ermengard? <laughs> no. You're, you're making shit up right now. I swear to God. E-R-M-E-N-G-A-R-D. Ermengard. <laughs> His name like Gondola? What's his name? Gondolf. Gondolf. Yeah, that's stupid. Not not Gandalf Gondolf. Gondolf. It's a, I'm the fancy version. I'm Gondolf. I eat charcuterie and live in Provence. Ah ha ha. With Ermengard. With Ermengard. So then you had Charles the Bald. Oh no. How boring do you have to be for that to be the one thing that people bald? He's bald, I guess. Like that's that's well, his defining thing, guys. Well, I don't know. What else to say? Buckle up because he was succeeded by Louis the Stammerer. Oh no, that poor guy just had a little speech impediment. Yup. And people are just like so mean to him. Who was then succeeded by- But like your grandparents were named Gondolf and Ermagerd, honestly you would stutter You probably would. You'd have a speech impediment. We're slipping and slurring all over their names right now. Maybe the Provence wine was part of the problem. Maybe he was just a drunk and he's like, no guys, I can actually speak really well. I'm just constantly shit-faced. You like never catch me at the right time of day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was succeeded by Louis the Blind. Who literally did get blinded um, in, in oh, the battle. Oh, he got blinded in yeah. my battle? Okay. Yeah. So his was actually kind of like a badge of honor because it's okay. like, you know. But not like Louis, the guy who won the battle with no eyes. Right. He's just Louis the blinded. Yeah. Did he lose that battle? He did. That's why he got blinded. Oh. They I mean, put his eyes out. No, like they, still- like, they like deliberately like captured him and put his eyes out. Oh, fuck. That's fucked up. Yeah. And then released him to go back and rule... So that Blinded? He would, yeah, so that he would be like a, viewed as a weak ruler. Yeah. Um, well, but you so know what? He, he, good mind, man. he overcame. <laughs> he was a survivor. He is so brave. So <laughs> I'm just going to read this again. Okay. Gondolf. Gondolf. Then Charles the Bald. Mm-hmm. Then Louis the Stammerer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Then Louis the Blind. Mm-hmm. Then Hugh. Just Hugh? Just Hugh. 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 No Hugh the... No Hugh the nothing. Just Hugh. Okay, Hugh. Yeah. You do you, Hugh. Um, But that made me go down a little bit of a rabbit trail where I started looking up other... A rabbit trail? Isn't that what it is? Nope. Rabbit hole? Yep. Yep, think about it. But don't you also chase rabbits through the rabbit trail? 
Yes, Topher. Anyway, <laughs> I'm enjoying this wine. It is good. You sanctimonious bitch. Okay, well, fine. Look, I redid my quiz earlier, but I'm going to redo it again. Oh, Make shit. it harder. Well, I'm about to quiz you. Okay, let's do it. So my rabbit hole that I went down. You don't have to say, you don't have to emphasize the word hole so much. This Please. one is so tight. <laughs> Over oh my God. So is anyway. Is it moist too? It's, it's moist, silky, velvety. There you go. Tight. Mm-hmm. Rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Hole. People are going to think you're into rabbits now, dude. <laughs> you're kind of digging yourself into your own little rabbit hole well, over here. Well, that's me. So anyway, I went down this this thing of <laughs> <laughs> of researching. This tangent. This, yes, I went on a tangent where I was researching other really ridiculous, like, royal names Ooh, and epithets can, and stuff. Do I get to guess? So you're going to tell me. Oh, fuck, yeah. You're going to tell me okay. trues and falses as to whether or not they're all these true, are real. Because they're all going to be terrible. And amazing. Okay, so I'm going to start with an easy one. Okay. Duke of Guys. Yeah, true. Totally true. Yeah. Also, he's the Duke of Guys of the Principality of Joinville. No, that's not real. Yep, it's real. So I'm like, oh, how progressive. Men could get married there. The Duke they of Guys said so. The Duke join, of Men. Is joining, guys. In fairness, it is guys as in like disguise or holding a guys, but. <sighs> Whatever. Still. Okay, so what about Balthazar the Biblical? Yes, true. False. Oh, you asshole. False. You tricked me. Uh, that does sound real, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does sound real. Eternal bosom of hot love. <laughs> no, that's false. It's actually true. No, Topher. That and sounds I, like a motel in Vegas. I will, you need to take a drink, and then I'm going to okay. give you a chance to redeem yourself if you can tell me who it is about. Wait, do I have to say like a... Like person? who the actual person is. This is okay. an actual person. It's called title. the eternal bosom of hot love. Eternal bosom of hot love. Swear to God. Um, Henri. It's Kim Jong Il. No. Yep. What the fuck does he have to do with this wine? It, these are just titles. These are titles of people. But these have nothing to do with wine, Topher. You're drinking and you're playing, aren't you? <sighs> I feel deceived. What does the Duke of Guys have to do with wine? Because he had all the guys making the wine. What does Balthazar the Biblical have to do with wine? Because Jesus made wine. I'm not wrong. Fact Checker is agreeing with me on this. You should read the Bible sometime. Yeah, we'll get into that <laughs> at some point. That's going to go great for you. Are we doing a Bible question? <laughs> are, you ready, are you ready for your next one? Okay, fine. Admiral of the Great Navy of the State of Nebraska. I want to say it's false because Nebraska... Is landlocked. It's famously and two, landlocked. Does yeah. not exist, as we've established before. Nobody knows that. It's not real. I've never been it's to Nebraska. Exactly. Do you know anybody who's ever been to Nebraska? I don't Nebraska? think I've ever actually met anybody who's talked about going to Nebraska. There you go. It's not real. But this is so ridiculous, I'm going to say it's true. It is absolutely true. Okay. Can you tell me even just one of the three people who hold this title? General Dwight D. Eisenhower, Elvis Presley, and Idris Elba, surprisingly. Not American, but he somehow got it. You're actually not far off. Okay. Because it's just ridiculous. Okay. Queen Elizabeth II. Mm, what? Yep. She was bestowed that honor by Nebraska. the great state of Nebraska. Yep. Okay, that's not Bill well, Murray. What? And Ann Landers. What? So you weren't like close, but you actually weren't far off. I was like in the same You're like You were like in vibe. the same zany family. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wacky family. Okay, I'll take it. All I right. think that was a celebration for me. Crispin the Boner. 
Is this about Crispin Glover? <laughs> is that I, the nickname he gives himself? Oh, or is it? Oh, or is it his his penis? His penis. His penis. His penis. His penis. Okay, false. It is false. Okay, Good job. I'll take I'll take a drink <laughs> of that one. But I love the creativity there. Queen Cat Lady. True. False. Oh, take a drink. Okay. <laughs> the helper of cows. True. Okay. Who is it? Gandhi. Ooh, that would be a good guess. Mother Teresa? It is Prince Charles. Mm. It was given to him by a Maasai tribe in... Okay. I can't remember which country. Tell me. Continent. Africa. It starts with a Z. It's not... Is It It might be, be Zimbabwe. It might be... Maybe... Who's the stammerer now? Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, choke for the stammerer. The Thunderbolt of Italy. Oh, true. I just want that to be true. Yeah, and this one was Gaston de Foix, but he was totally called the Thunderbolt. Who's that? Who was Gaston de Foix? He was a famous like uh, Gaston Duke and Thunderbolt. Yeah, he led basically. He led a bunch of armies. He's and a military conquered dude. Conquered a bunch okay, of things. Cool. Yeah. Genevieve the Hairy. Yes. <laughs> it's false, but some that would be poor, so... some poor lady. Like her hormones were a little off. Oh, and sideshows hadn't been invented yet, and she didn't have tweezers. Yeah. Take a drink. Okay. Unquenchable fire crotch. Ooh, is that you? Is that your nickname? Why is, is that it your fiery? nickname for me? Oh my god, yes. Because the red tones. I'll drink to that. Okay. I just learned a lot about your pubes, but Well, you you've seen the top, so yeah. you know the bottom's gonna not okay, be too far off. You've only got a few more. Oh my god. Constantine the Dung named. Yes. That is totally real. Oh, my God. Poor dude. So he was an emperor from 741 to 775. And oh, pretty long he, was, he was called that because people started a nasty rumor about him to defame him that when he was a baby, he pooed in the baptismal font, which okay. really isn't First that all, terrible a rumor and right. probably happens a whole lot. Yeah. Am babies, I right? Babies cannot control their poop. Yeah. We know that. That's why we diaper them. Exactly. That's more of an insult to you because you don't know how babies work, you dummy. Yeah. What about God. John the baby maker? No. Totally true. <gasps> he fathered 63 illegitimate kids before his marriage. Before, before his marriage? Before his marriage. How many after? Only two. Illegitimate? Yeah. But what about with his wife? Oh, with his wife, he had like four or five. So you really slow down. Yeah. Well... Marriage will do that. I also would like to know how many different <laughs> partners there were there because I imagine. Oh, a lot. Well, probably 63, yeah. right? Yeah. But it doesn't seem like any of those were I don't think he's got a lot of repeat customers. I think <laughs> these are like one night kind of deals. Is, oh, is that why he has so many? Is yeah. That he's got, yeah. Yeah. But very fertile women and also. Fertile him. Very hem- yeah, exactly. Good job, John the baby maker. I mean, like, I would like to know statistically how many of these happened the first Time. Also, can we just talk about the fact that he's a man in power who has 63 illegitimate children? And that means that Imagine statistically the there's a lot of, oh, I was going to say there's a lot of sexual assault that happened. Oh, for sure. Like straight up. Oh, yeah. Of course. So that's a sad story. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it to my attention. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a sad drunk. Um, well, this one will cheer you up. You want some more sad stories? <laughs> Tune in to True Crimes Against Wine. Okay, this is the last one. Okay. Harold the Bluetooth. 
True, because that's where Bluetooth comes from. It is, yes. So I was going to mention that. So he was the king of Denmark and Norway, and his initials together make the logo for For Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Uh Yeah, but he had a a dead tooth that was very prominently displayed in the front Mm -hmm. of his mouth, and so they called him Harold the Bluetooth. But you know what? He took that. It worked for him. He took that, and he, yeah, he turned it around. He also felt like a little annoying earpiece all the time that he walked around with. Like oh. having conversation, you're like, wait, if are you, so, then are he you totally deserves. To yeah, me or to, he's like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the person on my phone. Obviously, those people are like gesturing, and they do it in restaurants when it's like. Oh, I thought you were gonna say restrooms, which sometimes does also happen. also restrooms, and you're which just makes in the it stall. awkward. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, is this person speaking to me? They're like, hi. You're like, hello. Well, like, working, no, I'm on a Bluetooth. They're like, oh, they I'm always asshole. Do, yes, they okay. always do. It like you're the asshole. Okay, you dummy. Which I mean. To be fair, if you're answering someone trying to give you small talk and you're both in stalls in a bathroom, then that's on you. Are you going to ignore someone who's trying to make friendly small talk with you? Absolutely. I do it constantly. While you're peeing? No. You're vulnerable. You're going to respond. No, I'm not. Okay. Well, Topher and I have very different philosophies on peeing. I was going to say values, but that doesn't make sense. Our urinary values system Are is just, very different. <laughs> let's not get into poo ethics, all right? Oh, that's a whole separate course. Defecation ethics 101. Oh, I was going to say it's like at least 200 level. Course. All right. Well, let's get back well, this into. This quiz fucking decimated me. Yeah, it empty. did. You're welcome. Okay. I'm Were those fill names up. crazy though? Yeah. I love them. Which one would you be? Oh, I would probably make up my own. Okay. What would it be? Probably like Topher the Extra. That yeah. seems that seems like because this is something somebody would give me, right? Or do I get to make up my own? You make your rules. Oh, if I'm making up my own, it would be Topher the magnanimous billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel the thankful for Topher's billions. <laughs> Thank you. They're mine now. Yeah, it does pay your salary as my cleaning lady. So, dude, I'll be your cleaning lady for billions of dollars. Wait, I'm not paying you billions of dollars. Yeah, you ju- we just said it. Oh my bad. Yeah. So what's Brad and what are, what are they up to? Brad, Brad and <laughs> Brad and Angelina. I was going to say. Do you what? know his name isn't really Brad? Is it Cooper? No, that's Bradley Cooper. His name is William Bradley Pitt. Well, then Brad is his real name. But it's not his first name. So he's a liar. Oh, that's true. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Can't trust him. So what are they up to now? A lot of fighting. Yeah, you were going to talk about like the splitting okay. of the assets. So, okay. Cut me off too, what Okay, fine, if you insist. Maybe I should quiz you before I go okay. into there. That's fair. I Do it while the, the vengeance is hot within your soul. Okay. It's always hot within my soul when it comes to getting back at you. Topher and I really love each other, I promise. We just like to torture one another. It's All a right. very sibling relationship. Yeah, it really is. But we don't make out at the Oscars. We, we do not. I'm telling you, I'm setting that boundary, Topher. However, if we did, it would still be less gross than That's Angelina Jolie right and uh-huh. what's his name? Jerry Jolie? Yep, Jerry. I'm just going to call him Jerry. I don't know. James Haven. Okay. James They're, Haven Jolie. They both go by their middle names instead of Voight. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So Angelina Jolie is like her first and middle name. And then James Haven is his first and middle name. Gotcha. But okay. I did not know that. All right. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Yes. My cross-examination. Do it. Then tell you some stories. We're going to alternate between Brad and Angelina to be balanced. Okay. Fair and balanced is our motto here. Mm-hmm. We did not steal that from anyone. Nope. Nope. Don't worry about it. It's not copyright infringement if you're full of shit because you're a liar on TV. So we're going to take it. 
Heard. Okay. I'm here for this. All right. So I'm going to tell you a story. And you're going to tell me if it's a true story or a bullshit story. I would say that that's true. You are going to do that. Right. Take a drink. So Yay. Drink for you. All right. So after the split between Brad and Jennifer Aniston, but while Brad was still with Angelina, mm-hmm. he gave an interview to a magazine. I forget which one. I didn't write it down. Doesn't matter. Probably and Hello he was, Cupid. Sure. And he was describing his life like in the 90s, early 2000s. And he said that he was seeking out interesting roles because his life at the time was very boring. And he was looking for meaning in his life. Mm. What he kind of implied was that his marriage to Jennifer Aniston at the time, because that's who he was married to. And well, you know, with and then married to at that time was also by implication. Well, she's a delight. So... Is that true or false? And he later had to apologize for that. He's like, oh, I'm gonna no, say Jen's tr- a lovely I'm, person, blah, 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 I'm going to say true. Okay. Why? And because I just burped garlic at you, by the way. I appreciated it. It You're was welcome. a nice, like, it was like one of those air fresheners that does a little poof thing, <laughs> yes. you know? That's just Rachel's garlic breath. <laughs> just garlic Ooh, breath. new invention. Yeah. But if you have butter. I just breathe into an air freshener and it will just slowly release yeah. the scent. You eat a bunch of garlic, mm-hmm. you lick some butter, and then yep. boom, it's That's like garlic day. bread. That's a normal day for me. <laughs> As to why, I would just say because he he's a douchebag for leaving her in the way that he did. And okay. that that just tracks. I think, I think that people, especially when you get into a very serious relationship with someone while you're already in a relationship... That shit is not by accident. It Mm -hmm. doesn't just happen. You are making conscious decisions that you are deceiving someone in a horrible way long term. Mm -hmm. And if you have that in you to do, you probably are already kind of mentally checking out in certain ways before that. So that's my reasoning. Okay. Yeah. Good job. You got it right. Celebratory stuff. Yeah, he did actually. I'm very in Brad Pitt's head. I just want to point that out there. Yeah, you very much are. He definitely said that about her, and it caused, this is, like, 2010-ish. Like, he and Jen had been divorced, and, like, he'd been with Angie for enough time. But it was definitely seen as, like, why the fuck are you shading your ex-wife like this? Yeah, there's no reason to, like, rehash things and bring shit up And so then he had to, like, and even though he didn't directly mention her in that initial interview, like, he did have to release a statement through his publicist later saying, like, no, Jennifer is a lovely person. She's a great woman. Blah, 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 blah. We have a good friendship. They always say that. Nobody I know. believes it. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, that was that was true. That was real. Okay. You got it. You're in, you're in Brad's head. Let's see if you're in Angelina's head. Ooh, oh, that's Ooh. a scary place. Mm, we're going to find out. If I make out with you, it's only because I'm trying really because hard. Because you think I'm your brother. Yeah, exactly. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I went too far to into Topher's her head. brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who does listen to this? So yes, apologies, apologies. to you. Apologies. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. I just, you know, the spirit moved just, me. It, ooh, it did. All right. So you know about the weird Angelina Billy Bob Thornton like wearing the, the blood, blood vial. Yeah. Okay, you know the Angelina like got the tattoo where it said like Billy Bob and it was a dragon on it. It was very like it, late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, style. I don't, I don't know a lot about that, but it doesn't surprise me at all. That so they sounds... were okay. So they were like very much into like this over the top, like super showy, like romance, like look how cool and edgy and weird we are. They were kind of codependent, honestly. It was, a it was weird... like they were only ever together, and they were always they're like, always like mm. yes, yes. Which is like okay, be affectionate, show your partner affection and love. Out, like that's fine, but that's fine too. But also so be appropriate. Much. And well, they also took it to another step too. Is instead, there a sex instead, day? well, probably, but instead of wearing like traditional wedding bands, they took a locket of each other's hair, 
and had it woven into a ring that they would always wear. And Angelina famously refused to take it off for any, like, movie roles that she was in while she and Billy Bob were together. So you tell me, is that real or bullshit? Refused to take it off. Mm -hmm. Because they're so in love. They got to be in love all the time. I mean, that just doesn't seem like it could feasibly work. But I also don't know what she was making movie-wise during that. But it does sound like something that she, in that phase in her life, would have done. Mm -hmm. And I have a question for you after I answer this. I'm going to say it's true. Okay. You're wrong. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. It's like a total bullshit thing. It wasn't real at all. I'm, I didn't know if you're going to remember the bloodshed or not. I so did remember I had the, the whole. Like, I did remember the bloodshed. Lock shit. of hair is like a backup plan. You're very nefarious. I am. And you're very manipulative. And I, Thanks. you know that those are qualities that I admire in a bestie. So yeah. like, okay. As so my, your sibling that you kind of want to make out with. <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to save it for the company retreat that we're going on. Ooh, yes. Yeah. The making out? Yeah. Okay. Or the weird and. Like wear hair. Are you well? You do. I was gonna say you. Speaking of weird hair, I do shut a lot. No, you brought out the hair. Okay. And showed us the lock of hair that you had saved from like (laughs) your like second grade or whatever. I okay. I did not save it. My mother saved it and then gifted it to me. Whose possession is it in now? Yours. I wish. You know I would do some creepy shit with that. Yes, I would. I also would totally like wear part of it in like a locket or a necklace just to creep you out. Oh, like a Victorian? I think that would be hilarious. I encourage you. I would also, because, you know, you brought up the hair ring, Mm -hmm. Victorian morning rings. That was the idea. They would do, yeah, Mm -hmm. they would do the Mm -hmm. hair. I would wear a Victorian morning ring. I don't even have to know who the person is, but it's better if I do. They don't even have to be dead yet. They don't have to be dead yet. (laughs) They will be. I mean, you're going to be dead soon enough, so. Did you poison me? Is that what this is? Is that why you haven't been eating it? The oh, aioli? No, 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 it's really good. Um, nom, nom, nom. Um, nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom. So my tummy's so full. I can't eat anymore. Rachel, you have it all. Thanks, Topher. So my question was how much older than Angelina Jolie was Billy Bob Thornton at the time? Significantly older. Like twice her age? So she was like 25. He was definitely like in his 40s. Fact yeah. Or is that? Okay. So probably like, like 15 a, a to 20 years 15 older. 15 to 20 years. Yeah. Which made the creepiness factor like even more prominent. And when she's that young, mm-hmm. an age gap is larger. Yes. It's different if it's like she's 35 and he's 50 or she's 50 and he's... 80. 65. 180. Whatever. 9 million. There's a 10 year? 20 20, year. 20 year. Oh, fuck. So, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, so part, my my follow up to that is because I just wonder with all of the kind of codependence Mm -hmm. that I'm not saying that there was abuse happening, but I am saying that there was definitely some concerning codependence happening. And I wonder who initiated that. Was it a perfect storm of them both feeding into it? Because I don't want to accuse him of taking advantage of her. But, yeah. But I mean, you kind like, of lean towards that, right? Yeah, you like kind of lean towards that with him being older. But she also has, I don't know, like, and again, like, I don't want to fall into, like, the sexism of her being, like, the sexy, femme fatale, steal your man kind of vibe. But maybe that's something she kind of leaned into when she was younger. I think, you know, I think it that could. it's very, very possible to think that during that phase in her life, especially not having a good relationship with her dad, mm-hmm. being estranged from him and having mm-hmm. a lot of anger, there was probably a lot of power for her and empowerment that she felt in 
being wanted. I'm not, I'm not saying because of the age difference, but I just mean even like he's somebody who's taken by someone else, mm-hmm. but he wants her so badly that he's willing to leave. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can see how that would be a, and stealing Laura Dern's man. Yeah, I can see how that would be high for her as mm-hmm. this young aspiring I could see it. starlet. Yeah, I could see it. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I could see it. I could see it. It's true. Now I'm at it. No, just kidding. We can't. Who knows? It's what I would have been like that's in that all situation speculation. at that age. I'm just saying. Okay. I was a terrible person when I was that age. You're better now. I'm. Next question. <laughs> better at hiding it. Better at hiding it. There we go. Next question. All right. So. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know, it was like their first film together. Right, right. Huge action, sexy blockbuster film. Spy thriller. Yeah, shoot sexy, them up. Sexy people. Yeah, yeah. But did you know that Angelina Jolie wasn't originally attached as the female lead? It was a different actress. A different? A was different it, was, actress. Was it Hilary Duff? It was Hilary Duff. Was that Hilary Duff? Yeah, both of the Duffs. Oh, my God. Ew. Okay. No, it's a different actress. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me to hear. That well, happens is, a lot. I'm telling you a story, dude. Oh, I'm Let's sorry. See. I thought that was the story. I'm so no. sorry. I did not mean it. Oh, my God. It was a long pause. We're not going to make out later. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> That's not to use my garlic breath at all. So, originally, Nicole Kidman mm. was attached as the female lead. But... Brad Pitt declined the role because he said he couldn't see himself having chemistry with Nicole Kidman. Oh, that's nonsense. I would have huge shade on Nicole. But then when she dropped out to pursue other projects, Angelina Jolie was then hired on and he was like, okay, I'll do it now. Okay. So there's there's two things that are very conflicting for me in this story. Okay. On the one hand, Mm You mentioned this is 2005, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, pre-production, we're talking like 2003, 2004. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the height of when Nicole Kidman had gone and gotten all of that work done on her face. Where, Nicole, girl, I love you. I'm in your corner. I think you look beautiful now. I think you're an amazing actress. You seem like a really great person. That but... was not a great time for you. Okay. And you looked weird. It was a scary, scary face. During a scary, move. scary phase. It did not move. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her. She all of a sudden didn't look like Nicole Kidman anymore. But this was just a couple years after Moulin Rouge, too. It, I don't think it really matters, though. Okay. So I can see him being like that and being like, that's the reason I can't have any chemistry with this person. Okay. However, mm-hmm. on the flip side, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen Nicole Kidman in an action movie doing hand-to-hand combat and shit like that. And I haven't i know that she can dance and it's a similar sort of situation yes but yeah it doesn't seem like her type of thing i don't know i'm so i'm gonna say it's true just because of your gut because i don't know what to say all right we'll take a sip in celebration Mm. that's true i kind of want to see that movie remade now with nicole kennedy yes she would be I mean, like, okay, Brad and Angelina are only, like, eight years apart, so it's not a huge age difference. Really? Yeah. But Nicole... I don't think I knew their ages. Like. But Nicole came in, I think, was born, like, a similar time to Brad. That's what I kind of was feeling. Feel, like, a little bit more, like, age equal. Yeah. 
Interesting. But it'd be interesting, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, has Nicole Kidman ever been in an action movie? Because that was a good point. I never saw that movie, Australia, which I know is kind of an action adventure oh, movie. Fine, but, but she that's wasn't a different really doing sort the of, action, yeah. Yeah, that's a different sort of thing. When yeah. I think of action movie like this, I'm thinking of crazy hand-to-hand martial arts combat kind of shit yeah. and, like, all the stunts and... Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. So you got that right. Okay, next question. So... You know about Angelina Jolie's relationships with men and, like, her crazy marriages and stuff, but... I'm getting so excited. In honor of Pride Month. In honor of Pride Month, did you know that Angelina has identified as bisexual and she dated the actress-slash-model Jenny Shimizu, whom she met on the set of Gia, that HBO movie, which was her first big acting award nomination film. And that she was quoted as saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but like quoted as saying, like, how could I not fall in love with her? Of course I'm bisexual. Which actually, I just want to clarify, it mm-hmm. sounds to me as though that particular statement, it leans a little bit more towards pansexual. Okay. Than bisexual. Well, you don't get to tell her how she identifies. I don't. So. I don't. And I don't, and I don't think that there was a good understanding of what pansexual was at that time either. So bisexual would have obviously been the very easy sort of go-to. I'm going to okay. say that's true. That happened. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like... And this is where it's tricky. You might have caught me up on the the details uh-huh, of things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. However, I do feel as though I remember at some point Angelina Jolie saying that she identified as bisexual. True. You got it right, Tover. You're doing so well. I mean, the last one was totally by accident just because I didn't know what to say. So I went with okay. true. <laughs> okay. All right. Next Angie question. Yeah. Will you hand me the bottle of wine as well? Ugh, I so suppose. I Listen. Fill yourself up. We're getting toward the end of the bottle, and this has still been a delightful wine. It's very nice. Yeah. Here, give you a little splash. Okay. I'll take it. All right, next Angie question, then one more. more. All right. You always do it. Whose glass is fuller this time? Well, it was intentional this time. Fact checker. This is just vengeance. Fact checker. Point to the person who's more right all the time. Fact checker. Don't save your own skin just because you live with him. He does. He lives in my basement. (laughs) <laughs> wish he had a basement he's down in my basement all the time <laughs> cheers to that <laughs> <laughs> sexual harassment oh. <laughs> him too <laughs> okay so next Angie question so you know about her charity work yeah. right and like a lot of like developing countries and mm-hmm. stuff especially involving children right yes a lot involving children but did you know how she got her start in charity work yeah and like international charity Boob jobs for small-chested women. Oh, my God. Topher. Wrong. So wrong. He's taking a drink because he knows he should be ashamed. Right. I didn't say I support it. I've never given money to that charity. Not You're once. You're like, I will refuse boob jobs. <laughs> How are you denying these women the boob jobs that they deserve, Topher? Well, you got me there. He's mean because Topher's a meanie. No, so she got involved originally in work, like charity work in the third world, after an interview in which she insulted a lot of, like, the developing world, saying, like, she didn't see her quote. And again, I'm paraphrasing, but, like, her quote was, like, I don't see a point in ever going to one of those places. 
Oh, no. So then it's like a PR, like, oh, I fucked up. Like, she traveled there and then was like, oh, I'm going to adopt children from the third world and become like this humanitarian person. On the one hand, that's, I'm sorry, is that the story? Yeah, that's the whole okay. story. Is that true? I didn't, want to, I didn't want to interrupt you. Thank you for checking um, in on me. Appreciate I'm getting that. better. I'm trying to grow as a person. I'm trying to follow Angelina Jolie. You still won't make out with me, so that's fine. Whatever. I'm not your brother, dude. <laughs> You've established that. At best, I'm a sister, and we know that's not what you want. So I'm totally gonna make fact checker pretend to be my pretend to be my <laughs> say it again. <laughs> pretend to be my fraternity it, brother. Chancellor the when Chancellor the stutterer. It's not right. <laughs> it's not Chancellor. It's Louis. It's definitely Louis. You know what I meant. The stammerer. I was close. Stutter is such a horrible What's word. Mean? It's yeah, well, mean. it's it's like lisp, where like somebody who ha- like stutter they sounds can't say it yeah. If they haven't. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Don't be that person. All right, anyway. Anyway, so on the one hand, it's kind of nasty to think that her entire trajectory with that has been one big PR stunt. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you could spin it more as she did say that and it was terrible. She mm-hmm. felt bad. And so mm-hmm. as a PR stunt, she was like, well, let me start getting involved with these people and educate myself mm-hmm. and then fell in love with the culture and wanting to actually make their lives better while preserving that culture and mm-hmm. making it more well-known to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's actual growth. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say true because I want it to be. It's false. Damn it. She never said any such thing. I just made that up. It's just for my dummy, dummy brain. <laughs> so, no, she just, she went to Cambodia. It was where she adopted her first child, mm. Maddox. Where um, are all her children from? Okay, so... First child, Maddox, is from Cambodia. She has a child, Pax. I think he's from Vietnam. Pax? Pax. I think he's from Vietnam. X, like Yeah, they got a lot of, like, X for the boys. Like, their names done with X. Interesting, okay. Her daughter, Zahara. I forget which place in Africa she's from. Then she and Brad had their first biological child, Shiloh. And there are a lot of rumors that, like, Shiloh is transgender. But Shiloh's mm-hmm. also only a fucking teenager, so they can decide that for themselves. And if and when they want to publicize and, that, and, they can. And we're here. Can or cannot. Like, yeah, and we're here them. to listen to you when you tell us who you are. Right. Absolutely. Or you don't have to if you or don't you want don't to. Or you don't have to. Yeah. In the meantime. No worries. You're Shiloh. Right. I have been practicing trying to use they, them pronouns just with people that I don't know. Just, if, they, if they have not announced it. Right. Then, just to be like, hey, kind of neutral. Yeah, they, them, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, people kind of normally do that when speaking English, too. Like, if someone cuts you off and travel, like, oh, what? They're an asshole. Exactly. You know, like, he is an asshole or she yeah. is an asshole. It's not actually that hard of a concept. It's not. I think it's, it's, just, it's more difficult when it's tied to a specific person. My sibling, for instance. Mm-hmm. I've been very good about remembering to use they, them pronouns. When I slip up, though, is when I'm talking about them from our childhood. Because because it's reverting to a memory. Like a preconceived notion of that person and how you viewed that person at that time. Yeah. And how maybe they kind of thought of themselves. So, yeah, yeah, I can So that's kind of like my my weakest. Sure. And like people are going to sometimes mess up and, you know, just own up to it Mm -hmm. and try to fix it and be better. And I will say, just for the benefit of all of our listeners right Mm -hmm. now, if you are finding yourself in a similar situation, I know we're all trying to do better and and be as awesome as we can be for all of our trans and non-binary brothers and sisters. One piece of advice that was given to me by several people who were close to me is that when those slip ups do happen, don't apologize. Just correct yourself and then move on. Mm -hmm. When you apologize, you're putting the onus of them now, like you're drawing extra attention to it and the onus is on them to comfort you. you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what this is about. Just be like, 
oh, I used the wrong pronoun. I meant this. Oh, and blah, then, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, and then move on. Move on, on yeah. Yep. That's a good piece of advice. Just like, yeah, if you mess up, fix it and go forward. Yeah. All right. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, so they have their kid, Shiloh, and then their twins, Vivian and Knox. With like Fort Knox? With an X, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're 12 years old. Those twins are 12 right now. Wow. So, my final quiz question to you. Ooh, okay. It's about Brad Pitt. It's got to count. Okay. Because he has been associated with many famous women. I'm going to do terribly at this then. <laughs> throughout his life. Well, you know Angelina and Jennifer. Yes. Those were his only two marriages. Okay. But he did date a series of famous people before. It makes sense. I'm going to list some names, and I want you to tell me if it's true or false. Okay. All right. You ready for the first one? Let's do it. Juliet Lewis. Think about it. True. Okay. Yeah. Take a sip. Celebratory sip. Weren't they in a movie together? I want to say that they were. I think it was like, like, one like of his, super early on. Yeah. I, th- I think it was like one of his early movies where like he played like an asshole dude. Like it wasn't a big role for him. I, I can de- definitely tell you that I have not seen the movie. Definitely. Der- <laughs> I think this, that they were, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Winona Ryder. No. Very confident no. Tell me why. No. I just don't see it. Okay. That's it? I also feel like Winona Ryder, mm, no, I just don't see it. I don't see it. All right. You're right. Yeah. Take a sip. Gwyneth Paltrow. Ooh. Fuck. Hmm. Because I don't see that either. However, early on, maybe. Okay. I'm going to say yes, they did. Okay. Any more reasoning behind it? I know. Okay. You're right. Oh, really? They were together. They were actually engaged. Really? Yeah. They were in the movie Seven together. Well, I knew that, but that doesn't, I mean. Well, that's why the whole like, is that like when what's they got the together? Like, because they were like engaged at the time. So he was like super emotional. Like actually imagining his fiance's head actually being severed and placed into a box. Okay, so I have, I have this kind of thing is fascinating to me where right. people are together when they're in a movie. Did they get together because of that movie? Or I believe they were together prior before. to the movie. And so then she did she get cast in her role because that was very early on for her. That's kind of a It was. What year was that when I had it written down? 90 95. So that was early on for yeah, her. That's yeah, that's very early on for her. That's just before Emma. When there was a story too that Harvey Weinstein like had made an inappropriate advances on Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt threatened to kick Harvey Weinstein's ass for doing that around the time because he produced Emma. Oh, I didn't know that. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna tell me a story about how there's rumors that Gwyneth Paltrow had an affair with Jeremy Northam, and I was about to get really upset because... You only get Jeremy Northam. Oh, my God, do I only get Jeremy Northam. All right, last last celebrity. Julia Roberts. True or false? Damn. Think about it. Were they in a movie together? Brad Pitt did have a cameo role in mm. Runaway Bride. In Runaway Bride? Mm-hmm. I could see them having a fling, mm-hmm. but also I feel like... There's something that's tainting my memory here where okay. it's like, I, I feel like I saw a clip or something of them together at an award ceremony. Making out? Doing no, it? No, they weren't making out, but they were like very familiar and laughing with each other. But and we could, all know that means they're having sex. Well, no, but what I was going to say is that that could just mean that they're really good friends and mm-hmm. have a very good rapport with each other like we do. 
We don't mm-hmm. make out. No. You refuse to. I do refuse. Um. You're not my brother and I'm not yours. <laughs> and Rachel famously will only make out with her brother. Oh no, my family listens to this. No. <laughs> and he's married. So, oh my God, you are an Angelina Jolie. Oh my God. Let's come full circle. I'm just like Angelina. <laughs> I think that they're just good friends. That's okay. what I want to believe. It's not true. It's not true. Okay, that's totally, yeah, it's totally bullshit. I made that okay. up. Okay. He wasn't even in Runaway Bride. I just made that oh up. Oh my on God, spot, you made that yeah. up on the spot. Yes. You're good. I'm going to cheers yeah. you for that. Woo. Tover, you did really well with my quiz. I think I'm getting to know you. Are you? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you still surprise me all the time. Um, Any good relationship? <laughs> she keeps it spicy. I keep it fresh. Yeah. With her garlic air fresheners. <laughs> Are we marketing that? Is that going to be our new yeah, thing? Oh, yeah. Our oh, new yeah. Invention? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trademarking it now. I'm going to need like a lot of air lung capacity to like make these things. I don't know what's required of us. Is a tiny version of you going to be inside of every air freshener? Oh, can you make that? Can you, do you have the technology? Brad Pitt has a lot of money. Is it Rachel the, the tiny and garlicky? Rachie the, oh my, Rachie. Rach, oh yeah, what would your royal title have been? Well, it's got to be Rachie the garlicky now. Rachie the garlicky. Rachie the garlicle. The garlicle. Oh, I'm like an oracle, but I'm full of garlic. There's I will also, tell your future, but it's going to stink a little bit. <laughs> I love that. Okay. That should be your Halloween costume this year, first of all. What does that look like? Well, you're obviously dressed as a very sexy, mystical bulb of garlic. Okay, so normal everyday wear for me. <laughs> <laughs> What's yes. your Halloween costume? My Halloween costume? Based on your name. Topher the... Why don't we decide? I already forgot. The magnanimous billionaire. Oh, that's right. Because I stole your billions from cleaning your home. Y- you yes, gave you did, me you your billions. Steal, you did steal I mean, my billions. I'm glad that you me. finally are at a place where you can recognize that. I mean, you cannot hold me accountable. Any law enforcement agencies. You we don't forget definitely them have it on tape. I was going to say on ca- camera. <laughs> oh, God. We're so fucking stupid. <laughs> What was the thing? Oh, recently where you were, we were texting each other and you were talking about how, because I I made a joke about how I wanted to see who was going to be the first person to be sloppy drunk at this Mm -hmm. uh, vacation that we're going on. And you were like, well, obviously that's going to be you. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we have hours upon Uh hours upon hours of audio Showing that I'm right. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with it. Thank you for acknowledging publicly that I'm right once again. Thanks. Take a drink. Fine. You're going to twist my arm. So what led to Brad and Angie's downfall? Do you know that? It's not a quiz. I'm just curious if you know. I don't actually know. I know that when I first saw it like happening in tabloids, Mm -hmm. it was, which I didn't read. I just saw the covers of them. Or like, do you have that thing where you go to like your Google homepage, even on your phone, and it has a bunch of like, it's all tabloid shit. Why? I don't search for that shit. Why is that showing up as like. Because it knows what you like. I mean, it does know what yeah. I like. Anyway, I haven't read any articles, so I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. But they did have a lot of rumors about how he was going to get back with Jennifer Aniston, which I was like, that's bullshit. Those that's just people always, like being. Yeah. yeah, those are always the rumors that go around. Um, I would assume it's because Angelina Jolie collects children from around the world. Like she collects purses. And she, Brad she Pitt was not. like, this is problematic. It kind of Are you actually helping these children connect with their culture or are you just mm-hmm. like completely whitewashing their existence? What's going on? And as an enlightened person, I can't be part of this anymore. You've shut down all of my attempts at conversation. Okay. So Brad's the good guy in this situation? 
I would like to see him be the good guy at some point. Did he have an affair? Is that what's going on? No, apparently it was a very kind of like rich person thing. They're on a private jet. And apparently Brad has a bit of like a drinking and anger problem. Oh no, was there abuse? That was the... I do remember hearing something. That was the allegation and that the oldest child, Maddox, kind (gasps) of like stepped in and that like Brad was abusive towards him. There was like a DFAX report filed... The Department of Family and Children's Services, like that's what DFAX says. Like, I know you don't know your your letters about the same numbers. <laughs> oh I, god damn it. <laughs> I don't know my math on this particular acronym. So he was like absolved of all things like that still lingers. And apparently he and Maddox do not have a good relationship. Oh no. But there's also Wait, was Maddox the first child that she adopted prior okay, so to. So prior, Brad. yeah. So he's the stepdad to Maddox. So that's that's kind of part of the thing in the tabloids too. Is like, gotcha. well, is it like that they just don't have a good relationship because he was like the new guy kind of like moving in. Also shit versus like Versus like the child that they had yeah. as a couple, you know, so. Shit like that doesn't happen and you call defects. Right. If shit like that is happening, it's because it's, there's a pattern and this was something that. So that's part of it too. Like it's very hazy. It's like what. Is really going on. She was looking for they were they were having their own private issues. Which could could be and she was just like, I'm fed up with you, you're ridiculous. Which is kind of like what his side his side of the story is, is that she's trying to be controlling and spiteful and that she doesn't want him to have access to the kids and she has fought for full custody. Yikes. But it's like, well, is it a matter of like she's well, like, yeah, Maddox is too old now. This happened in 2016, so this is five years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And they're, Shit. like, the stuff has, like, still been going on yeah, since yeah. then. I and lost all track of time after the pandemic. I know. Things that are five years ago to me, I'm like, right. that either happened yesterday or two years ago. Well, and, like, a lot of, like, this divorce shit going back and forth with them, some of it's like, well, is that them being rich and stubborn and trying to, like, get their way because they have access to lawyers and, like, basically unlimited money? Or is it because one of them actually is very right and the other person is, like, super wrong and they're trying to do the right thing for the kids and the well, family? Or is it some sort of in-between? Like, it's hard to really say, I'm you know? sure that there's an in-between, but the thing yeah. is they are extremely wealthy, have a lot of assets. Yes, they do. And a lot of shared assets. and Including this wine, which has been yes. part of the contention and their separation as well. Because she said it was her idea to buy... This vineyard to make this wine because of her mother's French connection. And which Brad, is plausible. Which is plausible. But Brad has kind of like said, like, no, I'm not going to just like hand that over to you. So this rosé that was produced in 2019, I think, was like post mm-hmm. Brangelina Jolie split. Okay. Which is interesting. And which I didn't all, taste and any bitterness at all. So no, it was very delightful. Yeah. So they didn't like pour their own <laughs> tears into it. No, no blood. Or no sweat, sweat or tears. Yum. Just grapes. Just, finally, you acknowledged me. Topher, I feel seen. <laughs> yeah, so the the wine is like one of the kind of things. And honestly, they're still going back and forth about like custody and splitting assets and Ugh, stuff. And it sounds like a nightmare. And also because. And five years later. Oh, my God. That is so much time. But here's the thing, too, mm-hmm. that you have to consider is. Given the track record of Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. and the way that she has treated relationships publicly in the past, mm-hmm. she seems to have a very obsessive personality when it comes to being with someone. And, so, and that's kind of part of it too is that like she's controlling, she's domineering, she doesn't 
want anybody else to get their way. Which again, I'm like, maybe maybe that is true because there are people well, like that, but maybe it's also kind of like the sexist narrative against her. Well, yes, but but you know? my point to that was not going towards the sexist narrative of Oh, because you don't acknowledge that. sexism, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, dig, point, your, dig yourself out of this hole, Topher. No, why don't you have some more of this aioli? My point was going to be don't because of twice. that, being with Brad and starting all of these business ventures, quote unquote, together, I'm sure that there's a lot of this where legally documented on paper, it is both of their names. Mm-hmm. Like, you and I are together. We mm-hmm. are we are strong. We will be together forever. You are my soulmate. Like, super, super Oh, yeah. And when and they were so, together, so they were always saying, to, like, super complimentary things about one another. Yeah. And so now yeah. when you're splitting up and you're trying to legally divide these assets, it's, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. you've set a track record now of being like, nope, this is totally us. Until all of a sudden you yep. decide that it's not us anymore. And just yep. from a legal standpoint, that doesn't help you mm-hmm. get your assets back. It's hard. And, like, when neither party's, like, willing to give an inch either. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they have six kids that they share, too. That's different than a couple who doesn't have kids who are splitting. Not that, like, it can obviously still be really acrimonious and difficult. Yeah. But when you have the added element of children who are minors, like, you have to divide up custody and all. It's a mess. It's yeah. A mess. It's a freaking mess. All right. I think that we should probably... On that very sad note, give our verdict. Are we going to decide what they do with their kids? Yes. All right, Topher. We are a court of law. That is very true. All right, Topher, which parent gets which child? Go. I don't remember all their names. Make them up. Go. Okay, so Saffron is going to go to Angelina. Milky Way mm-hmm. goes to Brad. Durable mm-hmm. Face. Oh, the Stammerer. He actually is going to end up in a boarding school in Switzerland, but it's a really nice place, and he ends up being the most well-adjusted out of all like of them. Like, he'll, like, really come into his own. Yeah, yeah. exactly, okay. yeah. He gets nice. his teeth fixed. It's great. I've got three more to go, three right? Three more, yeah. You did three. Okay, Sunflower. Okay. She runs away. Oh, never to be seen again. No, she emerges 20 years later. From a sewer. <laughs> She's not, she is not. the Sex in the City. <laughs> She's Sarah Jessica Parker now. Sex in the City 15. That's called a throwback. Um, (laughs) Yep. And then I would say. Two more. Okay. Celebrity names. Bag. Bag is. She ends up marrying Tote. I'm sorry. Bag is a they. Bag marries Tote. Mm -hmm. Well, they have a domestic partnership and they end up. They and they end up having. Like uh, a handbag empire together yeah but it's like a hemp handbag empire oh where's where they it have sold? like a commune only in berkeley okay only in berkeley yep and is it called only in berkeley yes fair okay yep. last child last child mm-hmm what's their name go for it go on ermengard ermengard classic she ends up actually becoming a really wealthy countess who in rules provence. provence oh ermengard congrats yeah. to you all right, so what is our verdict on this wine? I'm assuming Ermengarde's charge of the wine. Oh, yeah, at this okay, point. Yeah. We're, we've now traveled 20 years. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say not guilty. It's yummy. I would agree with that. It's yum, yum, yum. I was afraid that I was going to have to, like, do a mistrial. <gasps> no. This is good. Well, I was nervous. Be- no, no, not because of that. 
But when I made the garlic aioli and like saw how garlicky it was, I was afraid it was going to like completely fry our palates so that we couldn't like taste for the rest of the That's time. That's fair because this was very garlic. It did yeah. not stop me from eating a lot of it. Yeah. But the thing is, you still really enjoyed the wine and could actually oh, taste yeah. it. The wine is really good. So this wine like, stood Like super up. smooth, went yeah. down well, not like they're union together. Yeah. Ermengarde, I hope that you get the winery and the divorce. I really do. You deserve it. You do deserve it. You've put up with a lot of bullshit from your parents, and it's time for you to have your day. Yeah. Your money and your grapes. Best of luck to you. Yeah. All right. From our home to yours. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 